What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Verbal Garbage Football Show. Joined again by my wonderful co-host, Reef, a.k.a. the Posture God. Uh, we're going to try to follow a little format today. We're going to start off with uh, our players or teams of the week. Reef, take the floor. Who do you got first that stood out to you in week two? Hmm. Team I'm going to honestly say, um, not to sound like a homer, it has to be Jalen Hurts. You called it MVP, right? You said it early in the season. Yeah, I mean, I definitely said that as like a, a homer. I don't actually think he's going to win MVP, but I mean, they have an easy schedule. Got a pretty easy schedule, and uh, they keep playing this way. You know, anything's possible. Absolutely. Now, should we, you think we should go back and forth, or you want to do your two? Um, I think you should go now. All right. Well. We want to talk Tim Turbo. We want to talk that. How about Tua Tunga Vialoa, Reef? Six touchdowns, 21-point deficit in the fourth quarter against a pretty good Ravens team on the road. Are you are you sold? Are you what give me your thoughts? I mean, that was I I'm a big fan and I was I was flummoxed. I uh I can't say I'm sold yet, but he definitely beat the Tim Tebow allegations. Um <laughs> I'm going to go out and say he's better than Tim Tebow now. Already? Wow. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for all the uh, bad things I said about him and comparing him to that quarterback. Yeah, it was, it but, was a uh, Yeah, I mean, get the ball to Tyreek Hill and the other fast guys, and you win. Amazing. Things yeah, they're, works. they're looking dangerous. What about another uh, player or team from week two that stood out to you? Anything that um, – I'm going to go with – the Lions. Oh, yeah. Uh, specifically, I want to say Amron St. Brown. Dude, he's so good. Um, it's just amazing. Like, like last year, he got, you know, he finished really strong and everyone kind of like wasn't too sure if that was like who he was. But yeah, he's that good. And, uh, you know, we see how good the Eagles looked last night. Um, they had a close game with the Eagles. They beat Washington. Might be a good team, you know? Yeah, I think they are, for sure. And I don't, I don't even watch Hard Knocks. So and they're I'm young, even, dude. I'm not even that hype. I just they think they look good. They got a lot of good. good young guys. Yeah. I don't know if football math really translates over, but, you know, the Lions beat the Commies. The Eagles beat the Lions. Should be an easy game in week three for the Eagles. Um, My my stock up or team up, whatever you want to call it, uh, I hate to say it, but let's go Jimmy G slash the 49ers. Uh, their front office is looking super smart for re-signing him amidst all the trade talk. Trey Lance, unfortunately, seizing any ankle injury. He's out. Um, I drafted Trey Lance in a fantasy league. I thought there was going to be noticeable improvement very early to say. You know, he didn't play much of week two, but Jimmy G came in. The troops responded, and uh, I think the 49ers are going to be a force to reckon with, especially with the Rams not looking so good yet. So, Yeah, I have to uh, agree with that. Let's go. Let's do stock down, you know. Teams teams or players that you think are kind of trending downwards. And we can do one or two each again with this, and then we'll move on to week three preview. I think the obvious answer is Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Wow. Wow, wow, um, wow. Ewing yeah, theory. You called it, right? I mean, like I say, I, don't, I didn't truly believe what I was saying at that time, but I had feelings, and um, it's surprising, you know? Like, he just looks hard. Like, I understand, like, their offensive line hasn't been great. But like he he just looks bad in general. It's not like he can blame everybody else. 
Yeah, and they, you and, know, they continue to neglect the offensive line. They made a signing in the offseason. They got who? Lyle Collins. Mm-hmm. They told Pearl, so. I'm, I'm going to be your bodyguard now. Well, not quite Lyle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got skilled players. I mean, you could argue they're three receivers and they're running back. They have the best crop, you know, of talent around him. Mm-hmm. But it's not coming to fruition. The defense looks bad. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, you want to do two or you want to just do one for there? You want to bounce it to me? Because I'm, I'm trying to think of who I could really – um, I have another one in mind. Talk to me. Uh, I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders. Oh, yeah. Dude, I hate to say it, but you're looking a little bit like the Prophet Reed. Sorry, coach. Sorry, quarterback. Sorry. Same team every year. One year they get you hype going into the next year. Then they let you down. This is next true. year they'll be good again. This year you'll be – next year you'll be hype. Let him down again. It's just sad. Yeah. Well, so much talent. Right. The GM always goes all out to get them talent. Um, Bring back John Gruden and Mike Mayock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well, right? At this Seriously. Point. Um, it's funny. I had a couple candidates for that, but let's just stop down. Let's go AFC West. I mean, all the hype going into the season this year, and I know it's early. It's only been two weeks, but. The Chiefs look amazing. We all kind of thought they were going to look great, but I've been very unimpressed with the Chargers, the Raiders, and, I mean, the Broncos. So what, like, Nate Hackett was going to be my my stop-down loser of the week, but then once he started saying the Raiders, I was like, you know what? The AFC West as a whole has kind of been suffering. Yeah, We thought uh, that was going to be everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the big division. They were saying they could all make the playoffs, and it's like I think they got one right now. <laughs> Yeah, and that might be it. You know, the AFC, Buffalo and Miami, we'll get to that in a minute. But that's a, the AFC East is looking pretty formidable. They're playing each other this weekend. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to say Nate Hackett slash AFC West as a whole. So I'm pretty comfortable with that. Um, I'm going to pull up the, uh, the screen, sh- screen sharing device, and we're going to go up to uh, the schedule for the week three. And do you want to cover the Thursday night game, or you want to just go right to the Sunday games? Yeah, we can talk about the Thursday game for a sec. It's a pretty AFC bad game, North. I see. Pittsburgh and Cleveland, walk us through it. Uh, this reminds me of last week's Bears and Packers game. Bears are who we thought they were. Yeah, sadly. Um, can't say I'm looking forward to this one. I'm not going to lie. I'm happy it's on Thursday, kind of, so I don't oh, yeah. really have to watch it. And that the new Amazon Prime. I'm not, yeah. I'm not digging it. I'm the notorious DJ, you know. When it goes to uh, commercial, I flip to some dog, the bounty hunter, or some bar rescue, and Having it on Prime, you just got to sit there and watch the same commercials the whole time. Yeah, it's, right? it's pretty know? smart by them. I have to give them credit for that. Never for sure. thought about that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're advertising. They're showing their deals. <laughs> I'm probably going on Amazon between commercials. You know, it's it's a brilliant move. Who do you, who do you got in the game? Uh, whew, I think I'll take the Browns. I yeah. just think running backs. They just blew that game, ball. huh? They were yeah, just they up 13 did. points in the fourth quarter against I, the Jets. And blew yeah, that, that's so. – I mean, I don't know. I don't know how teams constantly do that. And, like, you're going to blame a guy for scoring a touchdown when you have a minute and 13 seconds to make two stops and you can't. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, football is so dumb sometimes. Insane. That's why, like, we I love going on here and predicting the week's games because you just have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no um, idea. I think I'm going to echo you and go Cleveland. I just don't think I've seen enough from Pittsburgh. I think Cleveland's defense in the running game, Brissett, He's terrible, but he has a couple moments. He's a professional mm-hmm. quarterback, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think we'll agree Cleveland with the clean sweep. 
All right, we got Houston going to Chicago to take on the Bears with Justin Fields and that dynamic offense. Wait, are they dynamic? What do you think? I mean, this looks like a pretty even matchup on paper, huh? Um, Definitely. Bottom dwellers, the catfish, the catfish game. I mean, if there's any game for uh, Justin Fields to, like, announce himself to the league, like, hey, I'm not going to be that bad. Like, this is the matchup. You're at home versus Houston. You got to have Bobby Smith game. coming back, though. Yeah. Are you worried about that? But, I mean, that was a while ago, you know. True, but. But you got to have a good game in this one. I think this is his best chance for Bears the fans to see if he's there, the answer right? or not. Yeah. I mean, the just, athleticism is there. We know? just got to. It's kind of like a Jalen Hurts last year where we're not sure, but at least he was having good wins and good moments. Uh, I'm rooting for Fields. I want to see him do well. I'm going to I'm gonna pick Houston on the road. I'm going to go with Chicago here. All righty. All right. Our first little disagreement. Now, tell me what. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Raiders, your team, Vegas is traveling, going across the country somewhat. Tennessee, who just looked terrible, in my opinion, on Monday. Granted, they're going against one of the best teams, but how do you see that one unfolding? Another game that looks pretty even on paper. Nah, um, come on. Vegas is definitely the better team. They're just not falling through yet, in my opinion. Yeah, but I just feel like this is going to be one of those games where – you know, the pressure might be on Ryan Tannehill a little bit to perform better. <laughs> Derrick Henry needs to have it, get his, like, you know. We all knew this was coming, though, right? I mean, yeah, he's but been too I don't, good I don't think it's long. all his fault, you know. No, I think no. they've just been poor. But they're playing the Raiders, who just can't stop the run at all. So I'm thinking the Titans are going to win this game at home. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair bet. Uh, I got to ride with the Raiders. I've been – Honking their horn all offseason. Um, they got to get off the schneid eventually, and I think this is their time. Yeah. Pretty, weak, pretty weak team in Tennessee. Not much of a home field to speak of. Mm-hmm. Next game we can pretty much gloss over. Indy, I think, has made their case for top or bottom three worst teams in the league. They got Patrick Mahomes coming to town. Bring out the pigs and let them get slaughtered. What do you think? I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. Um, I just think – Any chance for Indy? No, I don't think they're going to win per se, but I like Kansas City is pretty good versus the pass, but with the run, if they can just score early, you know, trying to kind of control the game on the ground, maybe run some clock, it can be a close game, but I don't think they're actually going to win. Yeah, see, that's kind of, I was going to kind of parallel the Chiefs to the Rams. I think the Chiefs are much better, but both of those teams have explosive offenses, and once they get up the big leads, I don't mm-hmm. think they're good enough on the ground to really chew the clock and run the game. You saw last week. Tennessee, yeah. or, uh, Atlanta almost came mm-hmm. back and got picked yeah. off in the end zone, but they were they almost came back and beat the Rams. So uh, the running game is huge, and I still think it's going to be a blowout, but I could see your case, you know, mm-hmm. for Kansas City not being able to hold on and wrap that up. Yeah. All right. I mean, my opinion, this is the game of the week. I'm a little bummed out that the Eagles are at the same time as this game. I'll still have my two TVs going, but uh, divisional matchup, AFC East, battle of the undefeated, 2 and O's, Buffalo going on the road to Miami. You know, it's still hot down here in Florida. I think that that plays a factor that a lot of people don't realize. What do you? How do you see this game going? Yeah, this is a tough one for me. Um, Tunga. The game being in Miami is a big advantage for Miami. I Huge think. Advantage. Yep. Um, but I think they have the defense capable, the best defense possible, maybe besides maybe the Eagles, their corners to stop these guys. Um, they get after, get after, they rush the passer, 
a lot better than the team two teams Miami's played, and I think that's going to give Tua trouble. Yeah. Eventually, um, so I think Buffalo is going to go out there and handle business. I really believe in Josh Allen. So yeah, oh, I think, dude, uh, he's. I think he's. You no. Know, whatever, whatever Miami does on offense, I think Josh Allen's ready to respond. All right, I like it. I read something a while ago about people making the case for having the speedy offense in Miami, about how the weather is always warm there, so it's going to keep the joints and the the tendons loose. I don't know <laughs> if that's any truth to that, but I think Miami speed is a is a major problem. Uh, as long as Mostert's staying healthy right now, he's got they're starting to transition a little more to him until he gets hurt. But those two outside receiving threats are, I mean, my God, you just throw them a screen pass, do a reverse, jet sweeps, anything to get them the ball, and they're going to produce. Um, I think Miami's going to win this one. Honestly, I think it's going to be a great game. But if Gabe Davis still wasn't playing for Buffalo, I think that's a pretty big loss, and that could be a factor. And I don't know. I just like Miami here. Oh, another juicy divisional game. Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota looked good week one, beating the shit out of Green Bay, destroying Rodgers. Week two, they go to a little uh, little place called Lincoln Financial Field, meet up with Darius Slay and the boys, and not looking so good. So what do you think of this one? Detroit going to Minnesota. Uh, another game I think that looks pretty close on paper. Yep. Got a lot of good matchups this week compared oh, to last great. week. No, Even though great. the games were insane last week, but Comeback on City paper it didn't, look, it didn't look great. For sure. Um, yeah, we were like talking this is the game <laughs> where, week. you know, we might be a little too high on the Lions and they're going on the road to Minnesota who have Jefferson who struggled versus the Eagles, but that's Crazy. for reasons, you know. Insane. Um, I think the Vikings are going to win this game at home just because they're at home, I think. It's just one of those things where they'll split their division games. Yeah. Hard to go against that, but I like Detroit. I like their vibe. I like their coaching staff. I like the youth. Um. I think they're very tough mentally and physically, and I think they're just going to go in and beat up little Kirk. Kirk's not playing at nighttime, which is going to help him, but um, yeah, I like Detroit here. And, man, you're right. This slate this week is a mate, like honestly. Uh, Baltimore, New England, you know, five years ago, this is six, seven years ago, this is the matchup we're all living for. Nowadays, you know, New England's kind of on a downwards trajectory. Reef's getting molested by his dog. Um, Baltimore, the tough collapse last week. I think they're going to have all the juice to come back. Lamar's got to be playing for that contract every week, you know. I, I like Baltimore here. Yeah, I think I like Baltimore here too, especially after the bad loss they just had where they had the game. They were blowing out Miami. Tunga. Um, I think they bounced back. Harbaugh's a great coach. Belichick is obviously. But Mac Jones. <sighs> uh, no. Yeah, not going to yeah, do it. I agree. Another great game here. You know, they're not the best teams, but the Jets are feisty as fuck. Uh, Joey Flax from Jersey is just going, going dookie. Gabe Wilson, they got some good receivers, some young, some young talent. The Bengals who are struggling. Are they 0-2? Yes, they are. Wow. Uh, I'll be honest here. I, I think this is a tough game for them. They're going to New York. Fireman Ed's going to be getting the Jets fans hyped up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know him, right? You've seen him on the sidelines. Yeah, I've seen him. <laughs> He's the best. Um, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Give me some Jets love here. Do you know the spread for that game, by the way? No, I don't. I uh, can uh, about that just take like, a look. Is, I, it, it is illegal for me to like do parlays in Florida as of right now, right? I don't know. I don't really know. I gotta like. Loss. I don't know like how I go on about doing that because I want to try to start doing them so bad. You can just download like a, a sports betting app. Like my bookie. No, more like FanDuel. 
Well, I have DraftKings. You have to download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay. Different app. Yeah. All right. All right. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna. I want to start doing parlays. The Bengals are favored by five in this game, and that's insane to me. So they're getting like the Jets get plus five because I'm still learning yes. it. So that means yes. whatever the final score. Okay. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I like that. Um, I think the uh, Bengals could win, but it's gonna be close, man. The Jets are fucking. Their defense just, is very good. I wasn't very high on the Bengals coming into the season, but I just can't see them going zero and three. It's crazy, but I think they'll win by like a field goal. God, why am I so high on the Jets? <laughs> I mean, you know, they have a win this year. The Bengals don't. Yeah. The Bengals and... played two bad teams, and they have no wins. It's. I'm still perplexed. I mean, they lost yeah. to Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush. Yes. And they were in the that's... Super Bowl. Yeah, that's seven my months point. Ago. All right, let's uh, let's just cover it. Eagles going to the commie the commie world. Um. Come on, man. Carson Wentz, he's looked decent so far. Carson Wentz Revenge Tour, I've heard about it. I've seen a little bit. Uh, Eagles, man, they're – let's go. Sorry, you go. Yeah, uh, I think the Eagles are going to look like they did versus Minnesota this week. Just handle business. Washington's not a very good team. There's going to be some – Ron you know, Rivera firing soon, possibly? Uh, I, I don't think. I don't think he'll get that to that point. I just think like Carson Wentz is going to be so hyped going into this game. So are the Eagles, but Eagles are just way better. Um, you know. Yeah, that's like me. I'm I like, think, I don't really have much of a thought. In this I don't have much thoughts in this game. It's like if the Eagles lose, I'm going to be pretty pissed off because I think they're so much better than Washington. But when you, Jay, and I discussed this before the season, in the first four weeks, it looked so easy, but we all agreed there was going to be one of those four games. I thought it was going to be the Commies losing. I mean, I thought the commies were going to beat us. You guys both thought Jacksonville might be able to beat us. So we'll see. I think one of these next two games, is, it could be a loss. But if not, I'm going to be so damn high on this team. Yeah, me too, for sure. Divisional game going on the road early on. With a yeah, you got to win those. Revenge. I mean, this is a tough game. Yeah, it's not an easy game. But I think, like, I, I just think I believe in the Eagles so much that they're just going to handle business. Yeah. Same here. I just, I'm kind of looking back. I'm like, I thought they were going to lose this game early in the season. Now they just seeing how they look. I'm. I'm pretty high on it. Uh, we got the Saints going to Carolina. Two unimpressive teams so far. NFC South divisional battle. Um, I don't know if Kamara is going to be playing for the Saints. That's a huge loss. He didn't play last week. What do you think of this game? Uh, this is a toss-up because yeah, uh, Andy Dalton might be starting. Is that is that what I've heard? What? Because I know Winston's hurt. Like he was, he had oh, all those fractures my. in his back. What about Taysom going- Hill? going into the game and uh he didn't look good during the game at all so i i mean maybe i've heard some things that he might play yikes um, maybe he'll be fired up yeah with that being said i think new orleans is still gonna win this game regardless of who's at quarterback i don't believe in uh matt rule at all yeah i was trying to buy the hype and i'm I've, I bought into Baker redemption and he Literally. failed me already yep. and he's just the same quarterback. I don't want to hear about any injury excuses or whatever. It's not very good. And what about McCaffrey? It, I, and that's the thing with Baker. It just feels like Baker is so like about himself on the field oh, sometimes. I just don't think like hmm. he's just making the right plays. Like he's just, you know, going for big plays over just like. Yeah, I haven't gotten to watch enough of them yet, so I can't speak. I've to watched a little red zone, but that's what yeah. it seems like to me. Good point. 
Um, I like Carolina in this game. I think they're 0-2. They're at home. They Something's got to go their way, right? I mean, I don't think they're as bad as their record indicates. The next game, we got Jacksonville, an early season darling, going to the Chargers. Chargers, again, battling. Terrible coaching. Questionable special teams. Now they got their star quarterback battling a little bit of an injury. So when you combine those three, um, they are at home, but L.A., as we all know, doesn't have much of a home field advantage. Uh, this might be my shocking pick of the week, but I think Jacksonville is going to be able to go on the road and beat the Chargers between Herbert's ribs, uh, Eckler's lack of production, Keenan Allen's lingering injury. I don't know, man. I don't feel great about the Chargers and their, their coaching. I, I, um, Staley is – I don't really have words. What do you think? Jacksonville at the Chargers, 4 o'clock. You know, when I, when I first looked at this game, uh, I thought the Chargers would win easily, but you make some good points. Um, we don't know what's going on with Herbert. Um I think he's got a and, couple fractures, right? I think yeah. I yeah. And I feel like if Herbert's, you know, hurt and banged up, that really doesn't make Eckler as effective as he usually is because, yeah. you know. Maybe he'll get more checkdowns, you know, and get a lot of catches this game because yeah, of but, the injury, but that's what's yeah, that going on. So. That's not going to help. And we don't know what's going on with Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, Mike Williams, one bad game, one good game. He's had that trend for two full years now, and he had a bad game week one, a great game last week. I think he's going to come back down and. I don't know. I'm really leaning Jacksonville here. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think if Herbert is healthy enough to play, they will win. Yep. All right, so you're going Herbert. I'm going Jacksonville and, and Lawrence. Fun yes. quarterback matchup. It's a shame Herbert doesn't have his hair, so that would have been a great hair battle. Los <laughs> Angeles at Arizona. Uh, I, I don't know how to feel about this matchup. I'm not – like, I can see this Arizona winning this game, honestly, and I think I'm going to pick them coming off a good win last week. Um, Rondell Moore might be coming back. I'm trying to make the case. I don't know. I, the Rams, they still have some playmakers, but Stafford is kind of reverting back to his old turnover prone self. And the lack of running game, I think, is going to really be a hindrance on them all year. So I'm going Arizona. Yeah, I definitely uh, going to lean Los Angeles here because, sure. you know, Arizona had to have a dramatic comeback versus a team that I think is very bad in the Raiders. And I think the Rams kind of just let their foot off the pedal last week. Because they can't uh, run, you know? Yeah. If, if they could run, they would have blown them out, but they can't. Yeah, but I just think they're just going to, you know, they are, they're not going to be able to stop their offense. I'm probably undervaluing the Rams here, but I'm, I kind of like picking sometimes against the grain. And I, I think oh, Arizona's yeah, a little frisky, and I think, I don't know, they could put up a fight. So you're going L.A., I'm going Arizona. Right, yeah, I'm going to go L.A. Next game, uh, I think it sticks out right away. Every other matchup's been pretty juicy and appetizing. This Atlanta-Seattle game makes me want to barf. Um, what do you think about it? The 12th man going to be a role within Seattle? I, ugh. No, I think I actually think Atlanta's going to go to Seattle and win this one. What is going on with Kyle Pitts? Talk to me. I, I Drake mean, London, the outside receiver, is he causing that much of a butt? Like, I don't understand it, dude. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, he was he didn't he didn't produce very much last year either. So he didn't get like, touchdowns, but he was getting catches and yards. You know? Yeah, but this like he wasn't like, like there was catches. a lot of hype about this guy. He was considered the best receiver overall in the draft, I believe, even over like the actual receivers. Dude, he's fucking nice. I'm a huge. I mean, he is, he's fan. good, but yeah. like at a certain point, it's like it's not like you know. He does have Marcus Mariota throwing. I, and I understand that, but it's not like a guy is like not going to throw to you. Like well, if you're that good, like you're gonna get the ball. Touche. You got you got to get the ball. You got to go get the ball sometimes. Like, uh, you know. No, you're you're not wrong. Make your impact felt. You're not wrong. 
Um, I'm going to go Atlanta here too. I don't think right. they've looked terrible. I just don't think they're very fun to watch. And uh, yeah. Seattle, Seattle, I think, is a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, nationally, this is probably considered the game of the week due to the time slot, you know, and everything like that. And no more Aiken Buckman. They're doing Monday Night Football now. So we got the Fox 425 game. Green Bay coming to everybody's uh, Florida Fox News dad's favorite quarterback, Tom Brady. <laughs> what do you think about this one? Great um, game. Great battle of quarterbacks. I don't think this is going to be a great game at all. I think the Bucks are going to stop them. All right. Well, what if I told you that the Bucks weren't going to have their top two receivers? You don't think that's a big deal at all? I think the Bucks' uh, third best <laughs> the receivers, receivers are still better than the Packers. Still better than the Packers' receivers. <laughs> the Bucks' defense is better than the Packers. The Bucks can stop the run. The Packers cannot stop the run, as we saw with Chicago last week. Yeah, Herbert was. Uh, <laughs> um. So. I, I think the Bucks are just going to control this game. Tom Brady's too smart. He'll just throw five-yard passes to Fournette, run the ball with Fournette, get their other running back involved. Yeah. I think it, I, I think against you, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I think Rodgers is just too damn good. He's just going to start getting better and better each week and flowing with these guys. And I think week 10-11, I think Green Bay is going to start being talked about as the best team in the NFC because I think their defense is very good. I know their run defense hasn't looked good so far. But I think that's going to just start gelling over time. And, you know, the Packers, they usually start clicking as the season goes along. And I think Rodgers is too damn good to not get on the same level with the receivers. And the running game, I'm a huge fan of their one-two punch with Dylan and Jones. I think that's going to continue to get better. Their blending of running and receiving, they're both good at each. Um, go Pack Go. Jumping back on the bandwagon here. All right. We got the Sunday night game. Jimmy G's first start of the year. Going to the aforementioned Denver Broncos with you heard Bill Simmons calling him Nat Hackett. I was, I was dying. <laughs> so maybe the worst coach in the league, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, Denver home game. Russell Wilson has looked god awful. Um, everyone thought he was going to come back to life with two good receivers. He had two good receivers last year. Um, what do you think of this one? I think San Francisco wins this one easily. Definitely. Just yeah. a matchup thing. They're used to playing Russell Wilson. And they got I mean, the guy back, man. Jimmy G. Like he is. I, he, I, I just I just think their defense is going to be so much better than the defenses Denver's played this year <laughs> yeah. where they've looked horrible already. And, uh, yeah, I just think this is going to be a, a blowout. Low, kind of low scoring, but a blowout. Yeah, and I don't think, like I said, it's so hard not to copy Nat Hackett P.I., but I was laughing so hard at that. I think he's just – him and the Wilson combination. Like, it's weird because that was Aaron Rodgers' guy in Green Bay, Hackett, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought yeah. that was going to be such a good marriage of him and Wilson coming together and – Maybe Wilson's just not very good. No, it has been arguably maybe the worst pairing so far. So, yeah, yeah, I like San Francisco. I think Jimmy G is just that kind of player. I'm, I'm not. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback to be honest. But I think mm-hmm. the guys really rally around him. And I'm not trying to sound like that cliche ESPN guy, but I mean it's true. Like the, you can just tell they elevate their game when he comes in. And I, yeah, I'm a big proponent of that. And football is a big mental game as well as physical. And I think Jimmy's gonna. He's taking him there already. You know what I mean? He knows what mm-hmm. it takes to get there. And I like San Francisco. All right, let's, we got about nine minutes left, and I think we can spend nine minutes on this game because this there's storylines of plenty. We got Dallas coming off a, a game without Prescott, looking their best of the year so far. They're going to New York to play the football Giants, who are 2-0, and oh, Reef. Can you believe this? Yeah. It's, uh, Ryan Dable, probably surprising. the best hire of the offseason, if you'd agree so far. I mean, so I think far. Looks, just the way the Giants are clicking. Um, I'm not impressed with their passing game or their quarterback. 
I don't really know what I'm impressed with. I know they're 2-0. I haven't really watched much of them yet, so I'm, I'm excited to watch this game. Uh, break it down a little bit for me. Yeah, so the Giants are 2-0. and um, They've looked pretty good. I'm not going to get too hype about Who their, their two wins. Who were wins against? You remember? It was Tennessee in week one and Carolina week two, which aren't bad wins per se. They're like middle-of-the-road middle teams, it seems like, this year. So, you know, that's good to no, beat those teams. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, Tennessee you know, was a the one seed last year, weren't they? It's fucking yeah, crazy. That's it so is surprising. Crazy. It, it, it so still surprises crazy. me, yeah. It's but um, uh, Dallas, you know, they looked horrible week one. We were thinking maybe they're the worst team in the league after that. Dak is out. They like come back. They fire by week five. Come back. <laughs> they have another good performance with their defense. So we're going to see that their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games this year. Um, Michael Parsons, think, defensive player of the year. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely a candidate. He looks awesome. He is insane. I mean, they're um, lining him up over center. They're lining him up on end. They're putting him in. It, he's incredible. Yeah. And Dallas, um, you know, they're not really, like, bad. Like, their roster is still pretty good besides losing their quarterback, who wasn't playing very good in the first yeah. place. I think um, they might have Michael Gallup coming back this week, too, which I think is that, an underrated yeah. addition. He's good. Yeah, and I think this is just one of those games where everyone's going to be a little too high on the Giants, and I think Dallas is just going to go in there, and they're going to beat them just because they have better players on the roster than the Giants do. I was kind of leading towards the Giants in the beginning, but then when you started, started bringing that up, I'm like, you know what? Like, Can we really see a world where the Giants are 3-0 and with Daniel Jones as their quarterback? Exactly. I, is I, Cooper Rush that much worse than Daniel Jones? I don't think so. No, and supporting cast around him? Yeah, like you got to lean Dallas. Didn't, didn't Schultz get hurt last week, Dallas' tight end? Uh, I have no idea, but yeah, that would be pretty big. I, I think he got hurt, and I think Gallup might be coming back, but they're, they're two running backs alone. And, I mean, Parsons is really that good that I think mm-hmm. he can really influence games, and I think he's going to play a major factor in this game. And, you know, Daniel Jones, he's a little bit mobile. He can move around a little bit, but you hit him once or twice, and I think he's really going to just start being super hesitant and gun-shy. I don't know who they're throwing to. Is it Tony? Is it fucking – Kenny always, Galladay. It's gonna like, be it's gonna be Sterling Shepard for the next ten years. He's still Every, there. Like it's just always Sterling Shepard. It's him, Kenny Galladay, and that Kadarius Tony guy. Um, Darius Slayton too. He'll always okay. be there. Yeah. They just, got rid of Evan Engram. I'm just trying to think out loud. Like I haven't. I'm excited to watch this game because NFC East games are always great. Divisional games in general. But uh, like I haven't got. I've gotten to watch Dallas a good amount. I watched that whole Cincy game last week. But the Giants, mm-hmm. I haven't peaked much on. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. What are your thoughts on the Dak Prescott? Like, if Cooper Rush wins the next four or five games, is there a world when they don't go back now? It's impossible, right? Nah, Jerry Jones is like, he would never do that. He's so, like, loyal to his guys that he trusts. So I don't think he'll do that. What are, what are your thoughts on Dak overall? I mean, do you think he's properly rated, overrated, underrated? Because I'm starting I think to feel... He's, I think he's, like, he's getting, he's getting trashed a little too much, yeah. but... He's not very good. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's just—he's not. I'm trying to think like they've given would him you so take much. Jimmy G over Dak. I think Jimmy G with this Dallas team would do special things. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, of course. I think the potential is so high there. Derek Carr. I'm Pass. just no. I'm, I'm really trying to like think of like a good like where's the line. I think Carr is better quarterback than him, but I would not want that problem either. <laughs> yeah, I think like how you're saying Dak's getting a little bit unfairly ripped right now. 
I think Carr is definitely going through the same stuff. I think he's going to really hit a stride eventually, and he's he's going to put up awesome numbers. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe last year was a little bit of a flash. I mean, his numbers are awesome already, probably. He no, they're but, not. They're not great. And really? I thought with adding Devonte Adams and having Renfro and uh, who else do they have? They have another good receiver, don't they? Yeah, Waller. Oh, Waller. Waller. Um, and McDaniel's is known to be an offensive guru. I thought this was really going to be something special, but they've really underwhelmed me so far and. I don't know, man. I'm just a little worried about the Raiders. I thought they were really going to be special. But that division was just going to be so good each week. Um, I don't know. we got about four minutes left. You want to do – We can. I can pull up the divisions and we can kind of predict who we think is going to win the division or we can do a little early MVP slash defensive player of the year talk. Yeah, we could talk about uh, some awards, I guess. Coach of the year. I know it's only two games, but just if the if the trajectory were to stay the same right now, who are you going with? Huh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I mean, off I the top you... of my head, we can go like Mike McDaniel from Miami. We can go Brian Dable from the Giants. Those are the two guys that stuck out right away to me. Dan Campbell at Detroit makes a frisky little run. You yeah. Know? Um, Andy Reid. I, no, I don't yeah. know. Like, I'm thinking uh, McDaniel. <laughs> or is it is McDermott Buffalo? Yeah. I think that if they have the best record, I think there's a chance he could win it. Yeah. Like if they have like a 14, I guess. 15 and two would it be now or something like that type of 14, 15 win type of year. I think he could win it. Miami looks good. Um, yeah. I like McDaniel, honestly, first year coach, young guy. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the guy, but the Eagles coach, I don't even know his name. Serrani. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. I think, I mean, if they win a lot of games, you know? Yeah. And I think their schedule and the way they look so far is lining up like that. And if you look at their improvement of wins, like they were, they were barely made the playoffs last year. If this year they're number one seed, like that's another candidate for sure. Or a wild card pick, just because I think both of the teams have great coaches and one of them's going to win the division. Baltimore or Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. either one of them, if they win the division, I could see one of those coaches winning because they're phenomenal. And yeah. Tomlin's got way less talent, especially without TJ Watt. So mm-hmm. um, let's talk MVP, I guess. Just this is so early. We're just kind of trying to build up each week and just kind of glance in who we think. Um, and I'll start in during the week. I'll start making notes of who we think are like the top five. We'll just kind of play some sure. like that. But right now, can you think of one or two guys? I mean, I know you called Hurts in the preseason. Yeah, I think right now, uh, runaway favorite uh, favorite is Josh Allen. Yeah. After the first two games, he just For dominated sure. two the two technically the two one seeds in the AFC and NFC last year in back to back games. Good point. Blew them both out, no problem. He dominated. Um, I think he's far and away right now the number one uh, pick for MVP. Um, then I guess for another MVP pick, it just I it's it's boring. But come I have on, to go. man, Jalen, it really has to hurt. Yeah, come on, it does man. Hurt. But um, I have Jaylen to go Patrick. I, I have to go Patrick Mahomes. So Great boring. Pick. Great pick. Now I was going to two- ask you if you feel similar about how in NBA there's definitely an MVP fatigue. Yeah, that's similar in football. I think it it is similar in football, but I feel like they get it right more than often not. You yeah. know, I think Brady's had like five or six, so it feels like feels like right. You know. Yeah, I think Rodgers has been four, and I, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but I think Green Bay is really going to catch a stride, and I think Rodgers is going to win MVP again. All right, I. Uh, that sounds like some like uh, good luck. I just don't think they have the weapons this year. I don't either, but that kind of makes my case. If he can drag that miserable supporting cast to about 12 wins and put up some good numbers, which he's not off to a good start. Yeah. They didn't start good uh, last year either though. Yeah. 
relax right, a couple years ago. So yeah, I know. He's, I don't know. I feel pretty good about that. He, his ayahuasca. It's just a plant, guys. Everybody relax. Yeah, just a plant. So it's heroin. So, Aaron Rodgers, first year smoking weed and doing plant medicine. I'm really feeling it. I think he's going to win MVP. Um, that pretty much wraps up another episode of the Verbal Garbage Football Show. Shout out to my co-host, Reef. Thanks again for coming on, and uh, we'll have another episode next week. All right, man. Have a good one. You too, bro. Thank you, boy. I'll see you.